Good afternoon, I'm D. Curtis Randall with a Future Visions Entertainment News Update. Six people plotted to try to kidnap Michigan Democratic Governor Gretchen Whitmer at her vacation home, according to a criminal complaint unsealed in federal court today. According to the complaint, the group was angry about Whitmer's mandates issued in response to the coronavirus that shut down businesses. The FBI quoted one of the accused as saying Whitmer had no checks and balances at all. She has uncontrolled power right now. All good things must come to an end. One of the complainants needed 200 men to storm the Capitol building in Lansing and take hostages, including the governor, according to the FBI. He said he wanted to try Whitmer for treason and would execute the plan before the November 3rd election. About 840,000 people filed for unemployment benefits last week as the country entered the seventh month of the coronavirus pandemic. The U.S. Labor Department revealed the new figures today showing a drop of roughly 9,000 filed claims from the previous week. Thursday's report from the Labor Department says the number of people who are continuing to receive unemployment benefits dropped to 11 million, down 1 million. Residents of a Milwaukee suburb where protests turned violent after a black police officer was cleared in the fatal shooting of a black teenager outside a shopping mall were out early today cleaning up debris from overnight damages to businesses. Neighbors wearing masks to protect against the coronavirus used brooms to sweep up broken glass and picked up debris after a 6 a.m. curfew expired. Protests came after Milwaukee County District Attorney John Chisholm announced yesterday that while Watosa Officer Joseph Minnesa would not be charged for fatally shooting 17-year-old Alvin Cole outside Mayfair Mall on February 2nd. Chisholm said Minnesa had a reasonable belief that deadly force was necessary after police responded to a reported disturbance at the shopping center. The Commission on Presidential Debates announced changes to the second Trump-Biden debate that includes having the candidates face off virtually, but the president said he won't participate. The Nonpartisan Debates Commission announced the changes this morning amid concerns about Trump's COVID-19 status. It comes a week before the president and Democratic presidential nominee Joe Biden were scheduled to face off in Miami. Candidates will participate from separate remote locations while the participants and moderator remain in Miami. Following the announcement, Trump told Fox Business this morning, quote, I'm not going to do a virtual debate with Biden, end quote. Biden has said on Tuesday he and Trump should not have their scheduled debate on October 15th if Trump still had the coronavirus infection at that time. Trump was diagnosed with the coronavirus a week ago. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers face the Chicago Bears tonight on Thursday Night Football in Soldier Field. The New York Yankees and Tampa Rays go at it in Game 4 of their American League Division Series tonight. Tampa leads the series two games to one after beating the Bronx Bombers 8-4. to Houston and Oakland are playing right now in Game 4, with the Astros holding a two-game to one lead after last night's win by the A's 9-7. to The L.A. Dodgers beat the San Diego Padres 6-5 in the National League Division Series. L.A. leads the series two games to none. Atlanta defeated the Miami Marlins two to nothing to take a two games to none lead. The Marlins try to get back into the series this afternoon. The Dow Jones Industrials are up 82 points at the midday. The S&P 500 are up 20. The Nasdaq is up 38. That's what's happening in the world this afternoon. I'm D. Curtis Randall on ClubStepping.com.
a future visions entertainment station. RV Chicago, a Future Vision Entertainment Station. It's now time for the world-famous Royce Glamour Show with Royce Glamour and Donald Blair. Show. 
Royce Glamour Show. Royce can help you fly on the Royce Glamour Show. Hey, what's going on, y'all? Everybody all right? All right. Yeah, this is Royce Glamour. With that longest-running longest talent show in Chicago. Man, it's been around for a long time. But uh, I guess everybody's okay. Uh, Brother Don is, is going to call in. He's going to say a few things. Uh, Don, Don is on right now. We got him right now. Come on, Don. What's up, Royce? Curtis? Yeah, I'm on a family emergency out here, but I just wanted to call in and uh, say that due to the negligence of that idiot in the White House, he himself has contracted the virus, as the world probably already is aware of, and all I got to say is what this next song is going to say.
wants everyone know I'm his woman and he is my man We can talk about anything He's got nothing to hide He's not afraid of his feelings He's not a slave to his pride He's giving me love So steady He touches my heart Now I'm ready He touches my soul And my spirit He's giving me Jeff Johnson, and you're listening to the Royce Glamour Talent Show with Royce and Donald. Yeah, this is Royce. I'm back. I'm here with Curtis and Brother Clifton Bradley from the Underground Railroad. Thank you. Yeah. So like them, brother. Thank you for the invitation. All right. So, <laughs> what's, what's been going on, Cliff? What's going on is um, Donald Trump. Donald Trump. And you know what? It was a great debate last night, and um, 
very impressed by Kamala Harris and mm-hmm. um, and the fly. There was a fly. Oh, I would say the fly came in second place okay. in the debate, and people that didn't see the debate last night, mm-hmm. there was a fly that landed, an insect that mm-hmm. landed on <laughs> on Mike Pence's head. And okay. stayed Actually, there. Actually, I don't know how long he stayed up there. Nine he, minutes. Okay. He was the second. I mean, he, the insect, I'm not going to say he or she. Uh-huh. They won. They were second when it came in the debate. He was last. Okay. Well, at least the fly knew when to be quiet. <laughs> <his time> is <laughs> <up>. <laughs> oh, man. They're going to make a movie about that. Oh, yeah. You know that's coming. I think they made one. Jeff Goldblum, the fly. <laughs> know, right, right. I saw something on Facebook where Mike Pence was, he had a fly on his head, and he was dressed up to look like fly, and it says super fly. Okay. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> but Donald Trump ought to lose. Okay. He's a disgrace. Well, wait a minute now. I wasn't here. When was that? Last week. Last week. I had to run out of town. Mm-hmm. And then you was you was with Donald Trump there for a minute so now. Close. Come on now. Uh, well, you know what? I'm changed it around. But see, because I'm not a politician, I got the right to waffle. Okay. <laughs> okay. Curtis, what you got to say about that? Well, I don't say much. I just play the hits. <laughs> but it, it was it was a very uh, impressionable uh, uh, debate by Kamala Harris. Uh-huh. Uh, she brought her, the issues in. Uh, I think uh, Vice President Pence uh, was taught by Trump because he was interrupting her all the time. Uh-huh. Okay. And, and uh, I've been in debates. I've uh, participated in debates. I moderated debates. This that's not the hard. That's not the easiest thing to do. Okay. Uh, debates. Right. But you respect the moderator. You respect the person you're debating. Mm-hmm. And it seems to me that Trump and Pence fails to do that. Oh, yeah. It, it was. Yeah, and Pence follows Trump. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, so he can't really be himself. He has to follow what Trump wants. But to you do. know what? I, I, my thought was Pence was there not just for tonight. Mm-hmm. He's auditioning for 2024. Okay. Actually, Ron Emanuel said the same thing you just said. You used to be Ron Emanuel, for those who don't know, used to be the mayor of Chicago. Mm-hmm. But um, she made a perfectly good point, um, whereas the taxes, individuals that make over $400,000, mm-hmm. they will pay more and more have the ability to use those low, those loopholes okay. and pay $750 on their taxes and their multimillionaires. Mm-hmm. And other case that she made that was great that Donald Trump, they, they, um, attempt to move Obamacare, Obamacare, mm-hmm. which is healthcare. Yeah. But they're putting no, they're putting nothing in replace this. They're putting no alternative. And you know what? That's why she convinced me. It made sense what she was saying. Mm-hmm. She's, she's well capable, I think, if something happens to Joe Biden, mm-hmm. of stepping in and taking his place. Because Joe Biden, I think, is 78 years old or something like that. He Seven, will be yeah. 78 if inaugurated. He will she's, be the oldest president on record. She is capable. She's capable. So yes. if Biden makes president and something happens to him, you feel like she'd make a good president? I'm sure of it. Okay. I'm sure. Okay. 
So vote for Joe Biden. I'm changing my mind. Uh-uh. I'm waving my white flag. Uh, is that your flag? You're right in the corner over there. That's <laughs> the one you go, okay. <laughs> but I do, but on certain issues, I do agree with Donald Trump on immigration. Okay. I do agree with Donald so Trump. So what do you agree with him on? I believe that you are not, I believe that to enter this country, you must follow a protocol. That doesn't mean jumping the wall or digging up underneath something to mm-hmm. enter the United States of America illegally. Mm-hmm. They must follow a protocol and, 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 um, Lori Lightfoot and other mayors in sanctuary cities, they are wrong. Okay. I, sanctuary city is where an individual isn't, they give an individual something that is federal funds mm-hmm. that have been allocated for um, citizens in the United States to people that don't even, don't even deserve it. That's like you, you and Curtis walking into a bank and trying to cash a check mm-hmm. and y'all don't even have the right identification. That is wrong. Right. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, he got a lot of great points. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Um, we're going to move on because, uh, when you saw, you did see the first debate with uh, Trump and, and yeah, um, I saw that and, right. And Chris Wallace was basically trying to control that mm-hmm. uh, debate, and he didn't do a good job. But the next day, he basically, uh, Chris Wallace came out and had a nice little rant about mask wearing. Okay, and I agree with him. The Trump family came into the hall wearing their masks. They sat down and they took it off. Uh-huh. Uh, people from the Cleveland Clinic came to them, offered them a mask, and they shooed them away. Oh, wow. And after it was over with, here they all gathering all together and one big happy COVID-19 yeah. family. Right. And then two days later, he all of a sudden, oh, I got COVID-19. Right. Did he really? <laughs> Now, he could have had infected Biden. Mm-hmm. He could have affected of Chris course. Wallace. Yeah. He could have affected anybody that was in that arena. Mm-hmm. That's and, true. And Chris Wallace got mad at him. I mean, when you when you with Fox News, mm-hmm. that's supposed to be the Trump network. Right. But when somebody yeah, right. from Fox News get on you because mm-hmm. you're not doing what you're supposed so to do. So they didn't on, like it. They didn't like it. Not at all. Right. Well, Chris Wallace didn't like it. Everybody else was uh, okay. kissing up to him. Okay. But uh, we got Puppets. some words from Chris Wallace who basically told him off. Okay. If I could say one thing to all of the people out there watching, forget the politics. This is a public safety health issue. The president of the United States is in the most secure bubble in the world in the sense that everybody who comes in contact with him has to take a test, and he still got it. So wear the damn mask and follow the science. Oh my goodness. That's the key takeaway. The interesting thing, though, however, was that the Cleveland Clinic would set up the safety rules, said that everybody in the hall, with the exception of the president, the vice president, and myself, had to wear a mask. Uh, when Mrs. Biden came in, when members of her party came in, they were all wearing masks and they took, they kept them on throughout the debate. Uh, on the Trump side of, of the hall, uh, Mrs. Trump came in wearing a mask but took it off when, once she sit, sat down. I didn't see when they came in, but all the other members of the first family that I saw there, including Ivanka, Tiffany, 
Uh, when they sat down, they weren't wearing masks. I'm told mm. by the pool of reporters who was there that somebody from the Cleveland Clinic came up to the first family. I believe this was before Mrs. Trump sat down uh, and offered them masks in case they didn't have them, and they waved them away. Uh, and people in the hall did notice that while they were all wearing masks, including my wife and four of my children, uh, that the first family did not wear masks during the debate. When it ended, Mrs. Trump came up to go on the stage, as I think everybody saw. She was not wearing a mask. Uh, Mrs. Biden did come up, uh, and she was wearing a mask. I think Chris Wallace finally realized the danger that his own network has done over the last seven months while carrying water for Trump on his mission to obfuscate the facts in the middle of a deadly pandemic. And so rather than tow the network line, he probably saw some value in just coming out and telling viewers of that channel, who are statistically less likely to protect themselves, to wear the damn mask. That should eliminate any confusion here. And by the way, Wallace's anger here is justified. If Trump already had coronavirus during the debate on Tuesday, which Chris Wallace himself moderated, then his own life could have been put in danger. All because Donald Trump was so hellbent on pretending that nothing was wrong. This is how the selfishness of one person can mean that countless others will be put at risk. And because this administration is akin to a cult, everyone followed Trump's lead, right down to his own family. And so in an effort to display some type of solidarity with their anti-science leader, none of them wore masks. Even in the Cleveland Clinic, while everyone else protected themselves, the Trump family members showed everyone just how strong and free they were to try and achieve whatever optics they thought would help them. Although I have to say now, with Trump getting airlifted to Walter Reed Hospital one day after announcing that he tested positive with coronavirus, pretty sure you couldn't get worse optics than that. The fact is that Chris Wallace has a right to be mad here. I'm mad, and you should be too. Donald Trump was so staggeringly unfit to lead this country through this pandemic, he created such an egregiously dangerous environment that it's no wonder he got it. He created the perfect conditions to spread this thing. Through his daily deluge of misinformation, he fostered a nationwide petri dish that even he, as the most protected person on the face of the earth, couldn't avoid. And the cost of his actions isn't just financial. It's not just seeding our leadership in the international community, we're paying with the lives of our families and friends and co-workers and neighbors. We're paying because one man put his own re-election strategy above the safety of 350 million people. You'd be crazy not to be mad. So maybe now this White House and Fox News and any of the other rabid mouthpieces on the right will finally wake up and realize the damage they've done to this country. Maybe they'll recognize that their willful misinformation campaign is killing the very people they're talking to. But either way, if nothing else, what's become abundantly clear is that we are in desperate need of new leadership in this country. Oh, why? Because they want my 
Jeff Johnson, and this portion of the Royce Glamour Talent Show with Royce and Donald is brought to you by... All right, Brother Blair, this is Royce Glamour with the longest-running television talent show in the city of Chicago. You can watch it uh, on cable, Comcast Cable Channel 19. we got some shows every every Wednesday and Thursday of this month. You can watch it at 5 p.m. on Cable Channel 19. Uh, if you don't have cable, go to YouTube. Go to the Royce Glamour Show on YouTube and check out some of the shows that are posted weekly. Uh, looking for talent of all kinds, singers, poets, dance groups, dancers, rap, clean rap, and um, some of the finest models in the city of Chicago I'm looking for. I'm, I'm, I'm looking for some good models. So if you have that talent, give me a call at 773-734-2739. The number one cleaners in the city of Chicago, that's Blair's Cleaners and Laundry Mat, and they're located at 7320 and 7322 South on Vincennes. If you want your clothes clean right, take them to Blair's. If you need a car or a truck, but used, but it looks brand new, give me a call at 773-734-2739. I'm going to hook you up with somebody with, that has some of the finest used cars in the city. But right now, I'm getting ready to make a phone call because it's time for them, some of them some of them Harold's chicken wings. I had a taste for them all day. I got to call Harold's. And I'm Angel Gray. And we love Harold's chicken on 87th Street. That's 87 and Dan Ryan, to be more exact. If you're on the Dan Ryan Expressway and you exit at 87th Street, they want you to turn to the west now. Uh, pardon me, to the east and uh, go over to State Street to 8653 South State Street. That's right on the corner of 87th and State to Harold's Chicken. But before you go, give them a call at 773-874-8653 because you can just make your order and go in and pick the food up now. There's no indoor dining or, or anything like that. And then coming in the very near future, you'll be able to go to Grubhub and all of those other places such as that and place orders and have Harold's Chicken delivered to you in the very near future. But at the present time, you want to go to 8653 South State to Harold's Chicken. Give them a call before you go, 773-874-8653. You see one of the food trucks out on the street? Go over there and get some of that chicken because it's the same chicken that's in the restaurant. If you're having a hunger attack, you see a vending machine next to you. Check the logo on that vending machine to see if it says Healthy Natural Vending. If it does, that's a family-owned business. They've been in business for over eight years, and the product in that machine is fresh. If you're a business person looking for your own vending machines, give Angelo a call at Healthy Natural Vending. He'll bring your vending machines over and keep the product in your machine fresh. 
Also for business persons, Angelo guarantees the highest commission in the industry. So give Angelo a call at 773-407-2908 at 773-407-2908. Just visit them at the website at www.healthysnacksil.com. It's www.healthysnacksil.com. I 
Right, all right. It's time. It's time for him, isn't it? Is he here yet? Oh yeah, we got him. We got it. We got him. All right. Now, now it's time to find out what's going on with our man Cliff. What's up, Cliff? And what's going on, guys? How y'all doing, man? All right. Yeah, pretty good. Hey, is that fly in y'all's room? <laughs> I heard they had to take a helicopter and and, and fly the uh, fly to uh, Walter Reed. Oh wow! Oh. What happened? All all I was thinking about Cliff was uh, that scene on Car Wash with the fly flies again. <laughs> okay. <laughs> hey, why, why you think that fly came down? What's the real deal on that? What you think? What happened there? You you know what flies are attracted to, right? 
Uh-oh. Uh, don't say yeah. that. You got children listening. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you know what? They they say all the time that God works in mysterious ways. Yeah, well, he 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 got a he got a number one on there, or should yeah. I say number two? Yeah, that was a subliminal message, I believe. And uh, I'm gonna be honest with you, I, I turned away from it. I thought it was so boring. I thought it was so boring. But listen, one of the first things I want to say is uh, happy birthday to Reverend Jesse Jackson. Okay. He's, uh, he's deserving it. He's been out there. He's been a warrior. So, Reverend Jackson, happy birthday to you. And then I want to talk about Willie Wilson. It was almost inevitable to happen. Now he got the virus. Now, what do you say about that? What? Wow. Mm-hmm. He's got the virus, you know. And uh, but let me tell you something that happened yesterday, man. You know, um, I, listen. I got a call at four thirty saying that the power from Commonwealth Edison saying that the power in my community was going to be turned off from five until ten o'clock yesterday. Thirty minutes before this to happen, right? Man, I went ballistic. I went ballistic. First thing I did, I called Hameen Hartman because I've been doing some things with her. And I told her just, you know, how can I, a black, a black alderman, what, who are y'all? What do y'all do, man? What do y'all do? A white alderman would have never let something like that happen. Here we are finna make history with a black woman running for president of the United States. And they're going to turn the power off in Park Manor and Grand Crossing. Did they give From a reason? To, huh? Did they give a reason? No reason. Just, just, just a robo called me, okay? And then I called some people in the community, and they say they all got the same robo call, okay? So I called Harmeen Hartman, and Harmeen called Pam Oliver at Channel 5. And she put her on the phone with me. She said, well, what did they say? I said, they didn't say nothing. They just said that the power was going to be off from 5 until 10 o'clock. And I said, we have a history being, history being made in our city and in our community and in our race. And they didn't turn our power off. Hmm. Okay? So she told me to calm down because you know me. I didn't went off by now. And she said, let me look into this. Okay, in the meantime, uh, she took my number and everything. I called Edison. They act like they didn't know nothing about it, okay? And to make a long story short, uh, uh, I called, um, Pam Oliver called me back, said she's gonna send a film crew out here, okay? But in the meantime, I called, um, I called uh, some of the people that live in the area in the building and stuff, and uh, they said, Cliff, the light's back on. They used to have friends, don't it? Man, it pays to have friends. Listen, one of the things I always try to tell young people, one of the things I always try to tell young people, if you have a choice between money and power, you take power. So with power, you don't need no money. Okay? The choice is power. It's a bunch of guys running around here with money and have no power. They can't buy nothing. They can't sell nothing. Got all the, all the money in the world. He's sitting up in a nightclub eating about everybody on the bar, drink, got a little jewelry on, got a Cadillac outside. Then here come another guy walking in that was an overall. Hey, what up, man? What up, Mallow? Everybody hollering at him. Mm. Yeah, he got power. People know him. Wow. Okay, so, it, I mean, it's something to think about, man. But listen, let me tell you about my radio show. Yeah. It's going, you, it's you, going you bonkers. Really with that. Man, it's going bonkers. It's going crazy. Okay, it's going crazy. I interviewed, uh, you know, I interviewed Ernest, Ernest Durham. Do you know who Ernest Durham is? 
I believe I do. The, the name multi, Multi-millionaire in the hair industry. Started with Mr. Gardner. Let me tell you how he oh, made this money. You said Durham. Yes. Durham's hair. Durham, oh, yes, absolutely. Durham hair product. Listen, how he made his million right out the door was that, you know, when they had the jury curl, it was wet and getting everybody the couch and shirt all wet. I had one. He came out. I remember yours. He came out with the dry curl and it took off. Wow. And listen to this. Multimedia, living in Arizona, has never done a program before. It never been on radio or television before. That's unbelievable. That's almost unbelievable. But listen, you know why I'm going to say I can believe it? Because February 14th at the DuSable Museum, I honored Dr. Conrad Wuerl. You did. Yeah, yeah. And this man got up there and said, first of all, he said, what a great trophy, boy. You must have spent a lot of money for this. And then he had the nerve to say he had never been honored before. Unbelievable. Yeah, I can't find that hard to believe. Unbelievable. And then he, two months later, not knowing that he dies. And Jesse, I ain't gonna call him name. But all these black dignitaries and all these world leaders are talking about what a great man. Where were you all that February 14th when I honored him? Yeah. Where were you all that then? Well, you know, Cliff, it's like that old saying, give them their flowers while they live. I absolutely did. And God put it in my mind. Cause my original plans would be having an NBA All-Star game party. Mm-hmm. Okay. But I said, wait a minute. This is February 14th. This is Black History Month. I have one of the most iconic buildings in the city of Chicago. I should be honoring somebody that's black. And God put it in my mind and my heart to honor Dr. Conrad World. You know, so he does work in, in mysterious. Man, listen, may I go again? Today is what? What day is today? Today is the 8th of October. What day is it? It's Thursday. Okay. Yesterday, yesterday, 14 people shot. Yeah. Yeah. 14 people shot, two killed, just yesterday. This is a mental health situation. This, 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 this is a whole new program. This, this, this is mental health, man. Our people need help. You wondering, Cliff, when will it stop? It's not going to. It's addressed. It's got to be addressed. These people are having mental problems, and it's not going to get any better. Just think now. All the old gun stores, they broke into gun stores, and they got rid of. They got all them guns. Okay, I think we lost Cliff. We're gonna to try to get him back, but uh, he's got a point. Oh yeah, he's got a he got a major point where uh, if you uh, uh, have a whole bunch of guns out there, they're gonna use them. That's right. That's right. And uh, I, I said something, and I just did saying it, mm-hmm. but it's starting to come true. Text the bullets. Oh yeah. Text the bullets. Well, those guns were, were put in those hands by somebody else by a bigger force. I've always said. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, we got close back. Okay. Yeah, so I'm just saying, man, that we got to save our children, man. How, how, how are we going to populate our world when 10, 10 black boys a, a week and the 52 weeks in a year are getting murdered in the streets? Yeah. That's how, can our, how can our generation live? How can we make it? Oh, you can't. Somebody got to do something. And it's a simple formula. And that formula is to learn who they are and call them by their names and spend some time. We got to start spending some time in these boys' lives of ours, man. Well, Cliff, I said that it's going to take 
everybody. It's going to take Republican, oh. Democrat, Independent, Black, White, one leg with a kickstand, old, young. Everybody's got to do it. No, this, this is a, this is a, this is a, this is a pandemic. Yes, it is. Yeah, and listen, it's not just happening in our community. To be honest, they're just telling about ours. It's happening in the white community. Yeah, and a lot of it, man. Believe me, this a lot of it has to do with these prescription drugs, these pills, the opioids. The opioids, man, it's all stars there. Listen, back in the days, man, the guys that I know that snorted heroin, man, after them niggas, after them guys snorted the heroin, they went somewhere and nodded. They weren't no problem. Hmm. A guy snorting cocaine, he ain't no problem. He been just talking green to doing it, and having, having a good time. Hmm. A guy smoking weed, he said, hey, what up, Mello? What's cool? What's cool? Yeah. Okay? I mean, you know, we've been, we've been out here long enough to know why, how each person acts. But these drugs, these pills, that's a whole nother world, man. Yes, it is. It's a whole nother world, and it's affecting our world. Yeah. It's affecting our world. Yeah. Okay, and then and then Donald Trump has created this atmosphere of hatred that has just trickled all the way down. You know, it's trickled all the way down, and we have to be careful about that, man, because that man got his hand on that button. Yeah. Well, you know, when you get through talking, because he's already through, he'll throw, he'll throw his own children under the bus. Yeah. Well, Who, early, by the way, can't even vote early, for him? Early voting is on right now in Illinois and is mm-hmm. in other states around the country. Mm-hmm. And my suggestion is you get out there, do your due diligence, and go vote. We have to win overwhelmingly. Because let me tell you a scoop on that then. The deep is here. If he appoints this woman as Supreme Court Justice and he loses the election, he's going to appeal. They're going to try to prosecute him. He's going to appeal this all the way to the Supreme Court. That's the plan. And who's sitting there? Everybody he appointed. Mm-hmm. What a move. Yeah, it is. What a move. It's brilliant. I mean, yeah. oh, it's he's brilliant. Not- you, can't, you can't lie about it. He's crazy, but he's not stupid. Nah, the man is putting a, the man is putting some back power on him just in case. Mm-hmm. You know they say it's a poor rat ain't got but one hole. <laughs> yeah, and, and shit happens. He know that happens, and he's setting the stage for it to happen. Yes. Man, the man is clever. Man, the man is clever. Mm-hmm. Hey. He's a real live con artist, my brother. Hey, Cliff, who's on your show this uh, this week? You won't believe this, man. You were, let me let me tell you. Did I tell you about what happened with this Kevin O'Leary? Mm-hmm. Okay, let me tell you what happened. I had Cicero Blake on my blues on my show last Sunday. Cicero Blake is a blues artist, so he was talking about uh, things that he has done and records he has made and not gotten paid for him. Well, a Los Angeles agent heard that and got in touch with uh, and they counted people who got in touch with me that say that they want to bring Cicero Blake on their show because they created a new show about people who have done things and never gotten paid for them. Wow. Ain't that crazy? Listen, she's an agent. I even know who Kevin O'Leary is because I don't watch Shark Tank. But he's the guy on Shark Tank. Yeah. Okay, he's the guy on Shark Tank. I'm going to tell you something about this this radio show I got. So, therefore, they calling me, asking me. They were like, then she finally called me back and said, listen, anybody you know in Chicago who has an experience like that, call me, give them to me, and I'll take care of you. Wow. There you go. Ain't that something? Now, you ready for some more? Yeah. This... This Sunday, I'm on from six to seven uh, every every Sunday. And uh, day before yesterday, I got a call from a liquor company 
in California. They've come out with a new vodka called Trust Me. Okay? They want to sponsor my radio show. There you go. They just sent me, they sent it yesterday, two cases of this vodka. It's called Trust Me Vodka. And what I'm going to be doing, huh? I know where you live. (laughs) <laughs> I tell you right. So look, I'm going to be looking for a team because I'm. Been, you remember back in the days when they had the Miller girls? I, I sure do. I'm going to put together the Trust Me Girls and guys. <laughs> well, okay. Well, Cliff, we got to get out of here. That, that's your that's your show coming up uh, next. Right, Sunday. and this is my special guest on my show this Sunday coming up. Was going to be none other than the Godfather, Stepping Mr. Sam Chapman. There you go. I like him. Okay, so y'all tune in and let's step it off. And already remember, my new sponsor is Trust Me. Trust Biker. Me. Trust me, Paul. Okay. <laughs> Trust me, too. I get it. I'll see you guys. Thanks a lot. All right. Take care, Cliff. All right. Chicago, a Future Vision Entertainment Station.
Kim, and you're listening to Royce Glamour Talent Show with Royce and Donald. Yeah, listening to that maze, we are one. Hey, that, was, that, was a, that was a bad tune. And yep. we are one. But we got one in the house with us. We do have one. Yeah, we got Brother Clifton Bradley in the house with us with Underground Railroad. That's a real nice show. Cliff, can you tell us about what you do with, with the Underground Railroad? How long you had the Underground Railroad now? I don't know if it's been 15 or 17 years, and you know what? Because I'm old, I haven't lost count. Uh-oh, no. <laughs> you don't want to go back. <laughs> but it's been around for a while. It's a real, really big show. Don't be talking like about that old stuff. Up, me and you, we in the team picture. <laughs> <laughs> let y'all know I'm not brag. Yeah. I really did forget. Right. <laughs> But you know, I'll ask this: What kind of changes have you seen from the time that you started your show until now? Seeing more wickedness, decadence, more hatred. Mm-hmm. I see. I saw homo, homosexuality is more uh, perverse in the society. Was been taught in the school and. Politicians are more wicked, and they come to shows, and they don't want to contribute anything towards. It's strange how people come to your shows, and they don't understand the blood, sweat, and tears that we put into producing these shows. Mm-hmm. And they have war chests. I'm talking about the politicians. And they will use you and exploit you to utilize your medium, mm-hmm. and they won't put anything monetary in your hands. Mm. And so, therefore, there are a lot of people out there that like to manipulate. So, society has changed. And um, my show comes on every Saturday night at 1030 on Can Television. But we talk about conspiracies. We talk about 9-11. We believe that the government did that. We talk about the Manhattan Project. The Tuskegee experiment where they inoculated black men with syphilis. And a lot of people don't know that that experiment ended in 1972. Okay. But we talked to politicians. But we we want contributors. We want people to come on to help monetarily with the show. Not a, you my main man. We cool. You know what? Because actions speak louder than words. <laughs> now, some if somebody wanted to be on your show, well, you do you film like you go out and film? Besides, at at can. Well, I have a I have a company. Yes, I do have a company called Shamar Media Productions, and you can look that up online. And um, I can meet you at a um, a side location. Mm-hmm. And but we must sit down and consult and sit down and have a consultation first to find out if I'm able to do the project because I won't take a project if I'm incapable of doing it just to get a hundred or five hundred or thousand dollars because if I try to produce something for you mm-hmm. and I don't have the capabilities of doing, mm-hmm. I've destroyed my reputation. Okay. So it's a morals issue for you. Yes. So um you can go to Shay My Media Productions uh at our website, uh, you can uh, call me at 1-312-884-9757. And it's indeed a pleasure to be on the Royce Glamour show. And then or you know what? You need to share this broadcast. And every broadcast, you need to support him. 
and Donald, not just in words, because mm-hmm. anybody can say that you have a good show. It it costs it's fi- financially everybody needs help. Mm-hmm. So if you're enjoying this, and I hope I'm not out of turn for saying this. No, I got it on tape. You need to help him financially mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. support Royce Glam and Donald's platform. And then you know what? If you are a performer and you want to come on, you got a place where you could come to exhibit your talents and to talk about the gigs that you get ready to do, but you must help him. Not just with a handshake. There you go. And you my main man. Because you know what? Actions speak louder than words. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I got this on tape. Right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I got it on tape. Oh, yeah. For posterity. <laughs> oh, that's, right. that's right. Yeah, most people think things are free. though, like that. They're doing a favor by they're coming on your show. They don't know. It works both ways. Yeah. Well, exploitation is exploitation, and they will exploit you. Mm-hmm. Mr. Curtis has a show, and, yeah. um, mm-hmm. you know, and you have a show, and mm-hmm. the other people, you should find it within your heart to say, you know what, it costs money for this man to produce this show. Okay. And you should come, and especially you politicians, because we know that you exploit and use us. But after the election is over. Oh, we won't see you. You don't want to be bombed. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Okay. But while, while you're running, we're the best people in the world. But after you win your election, if you don't want to be bombed. You can't be found. And you know what? This is wrong. You need to you need to support shows like Curtis's and Curtis Donald's. Curtis, Curtis, not cutting you off. Curtis, how long have you had your show now? Okay. Uh, this season makes twelve years. Cool. Okay. No, I'm sorry. I apologize. Eleven years. Right. And also, you know, Curtis was behind Tom Joyner, right. working with Tom Joyner right. for a long time. Oh, oh, yeah. Tom Joyner morning yeah. show. Wait a minute. I, I know you were singing now. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, wait, don't sing. We might have to give Tom a check. <laughs> You're gonna have to, the Sandman to be out pretty soon to put, get me out of here. I know, like, you used to have a Sandman on Apollo. Right. So I can't, but y'all need to support the Royce Glamour show. Support and we as black people support all of us. Yeah. All of us. It's just nice to be nice. You know, your show, mm-hmm. Royce Glamour show, Curtis show should be supported. Yeah. You know, blacks have to start coming together more. Yeah. You know. Now, you know, I have another clip. There's a doctor who pretty much, when uh, President Trump contracted COVID-19 mm-hmm. and was out of the hospital after three days, March, uh, matter of fact, get, taking a ride around the hospital mm-hmm. in his limousine. Oh, yeah. With people sure. waving and and he exposing yeah. Secret Service agents and right. oh yeah, and then he got back on Marine One, flew to the White House, walked up the stairs in a Machiavellian moment yeah. on the uh, balcony and saluting and standing there all nice and strong and everything, and he made the mistake of telling people that uh, don't let COVID beat you; uh, it ain't nothing. Oh, yeah. I'm like, don't wear your mask. Uh-huh. Mm. He's telling people don't do it. Yeah. Right. First, 
You know what? I have no no circumstantial evidence to prove it, but it's, it's suspectable that he even caught the virus. Some people, me believing in conspiracy theories, mm-hmm. believe that he may have conjured that up to catch a, the for the imagination of the people to put sympathy on him and to get votes, and he took if, that picture in that lim- limousine if as he a photo op. If he allegedly <laughs> did that, then that is the saddest commentary you could ever have oh, yeah. of somebody trying to get the highest office in the land. Mm-hmm. But there was this doctor who pretty much pleaded with folks, don't listen to Donald Trump. Listen to your doctor. Listen to the public health experts. Do not listen to Donald Trump. Hey, Inspector Rob here. Just got done working a shift in the emergency department. And, uh, you know, I would say here in rural Michigan, COVID's here for real. Uh, half my patients with symptoms of COVID, uh, you know, I had at least, I think, four or five positives. Uh, all of them admitted to the hospital, the positives with low oxygen saturations, with COVID pneumonia, um, most of these folks with comorbid conditions like diabetes, obesity, high blood pressure, some of them with heart disease. Uh, this is real. And now I see when I'm done with my shift that President Trump is uh, triumphantly leaving the hospital um, from Walter Reed, telling people not to be afraid, telling them uh, that it's no big deal and that the treatments he's developed uh, are helping people. Well, yeah, we're, we gave some of these people some of those treatments. Um, uh, but only one of those treatments has been conclusively proven to help people with COVID leave the hospital early. That's dexamethasone, remdesivir, uh, monoclonal antibodies, convalescent plasma have not been conclusively proven to provide any benefit. He knows that. His doctors know that. The reality is for a man his age who is obese, the risk of dying of COVID-19 is around 10%, maybe, maybe now, maybe 5%. It's a massive number. Any disease that carries a 5 to 10% risk of death is a massive number. And he'll leave the hospital and he may do just fine, right? 95, 90% that he will do just fine. And he will take that as a message to America that this is no big deal, just like he did in February and March and April when he told Bob Woodward this was a big deal and he lied to us. I mean, to, to quote Vice President Joe Biden, it is what it is because he is who he is. Donald Trump doesn't want to admit this is real, doesn't want to do the hard work. He wants to claim the drugs he got are going to protect him and uh, everyone should come out of shelter and uh, and take on this virus like big tough guys. And you know, the reality is this thing will cut you down. It doesn't care who you are. It doesn't care your political party. So please, people, just wear masks. Just stay away from one another and listen to your doctor. Listen to the public health experts. Do not listen to Donald Trump. Thanks. This video circulated after Donald Trump today declared on Twitter not to be afraid of COVID. You know, the virus that has taken the lives of almost 210,000 Americans so far. A doctor in Michigan decided it was his duty to shed some insight on his experience with the virus and why Trump's declaration is simply so dangerous. Now let's put aside for a millisecond that the man endangered hundreds in New Jersey when he knowingly attended an event after being told that he had COVID-19 to then endanger secret service members for a lap around the block to what, wave at 20 people? But to then go on Twitter and insinuate that this virus, which has killed over 200,000 Americans and over a million worldwide, 
is just no big deal. I mean, that is so abhorrent and reckless. But you know what? It's part of the course. It actually encapsulates his disregard for the American people during this whole pandemic, which he has mismanaged from the get-go. Yeah, I'm sure he can gloat of his improving health after being airlifted into a luxury hospital bed with the best treatment imaginable at his fingertips. Meanwhile, the most vulnerable groups in America are at risk of losing even the most minimal health care they have because Trump wants to do everything he can to tear apart Obamacare. I mean, it seems like the president is just dissatisfied with the fact that 210,000 Americans have died and he has his sights on half a million by the end of the year.
breakdown. Never gonna get it, 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 never gonna get it.
all, we have a lot of fun, don't we, girl? Dishing out the dirt on everybody and giving each other the flow one one on two drop kick two this week. You know what we're talking about. When the baby girl jump it in Listening to the Royce Glamour Talent Show with Royce and Donald. Yeah, so it goes on and on and on, guys. Mm-hmm. So, what did you think about that last tape to play? I think that when she made the form those words to her in her mouth, never going to get it, never going to get it. Donald Trump, that was a great segue <laughs> that you and your engineer led into, because you know what, Donald Trump ain't gonna get it. <laughs> He's down yeah. double digits in the polls. Oh yeah. Uh basically <sighs> I'm a little worried because it was like that four years ago with Hillary Clinton. Right. And then all of a sudden oh, yeah. Trump's president. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying not to take a victory lap oh, yet. Yeah. I want to wait. And basically stay on the fortress and make sure that I do what I need to do to get him elected. I don't see a repeat of that. You know why I don't see a repeat of that? Why? Remember the um, KKK, our skinheads and Nazis were protesting on one side? Yes. And they were objectors. And you know what? Donald Trump made the statement. Mm -hmm. They're good parties on both sides. Charlottesville. (laughs) That was when he was at, uh, when they were at Charlottesville. And that, come to find out, was the reason that Joe Biden decided to run for president. All, all you boys in the South, because I know y'all listening, he didn't disavow the Proud Boys. <laughs> y'all look up Proud Boys. He didn't disavow them and wasn't too fast to say nothing about the Ku Klux Klan. Well, all you boys in the good old South that's listening to this. <laughs> Hey, <laughs> so he, he said you got your people on one side and I got mine on the other. So it's good people on both sides. Because you, you know it's people in the south that's gonna hit us. Okay. <laughs> good old boys. Well, you haven't said nothing wrong, you know. What they say? It might be tight, but it's right. All right. Yeah. Yeah. We ain't forgot about y'all. It's just uh, the way um, it is. We ain't forgot about y'all up north. Uh. <laughs> The Pride Boys. <laughs> yeah. A lot of people gonna start coming out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Pride Boys, the K- KKK, and skinheads and Nazis. We ain't forgot about y'all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, 
I shaved my head because I'm, I barely got hair. <laughs> I got tired. I, I got tired of seeing my my, my hairline going back. Going right, back. Right, right. So I just took a haul. I have an excuse, but I have an excuse. These other folks, they don't have an excuse. <laughs> oh no, no, they did it on purpose. Mm. Right. <laughs> now you know I got another clip for you. That? I got another clip. Okay. Uh, there was a aide to Donald Trump in the White House. Okay. She was on Fox News, and she basically humiliated herself trying to slam Biden because he doesn't have COVID nineteen, and her boss does. Okay. Say, well, how can you cure COVID nineteen when you don't have it? Yeah. <laughs> like personally, I don't want it ever. Right. I've lost too many people to it. Um COVID nineteen hits home for me. My sister had it. She was contracted. My uncle died from it. Mm-hmm. This is personal. Yeah. So I'll stay humiliated, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. uh because she wanted Biden to have it mm-hmm. because her boss has it. And how can you talk about COVID-19 when you don't have it and my boss can talk about it and he does all that? It's crazy. It's sort of funny. Right. So let's just go ahead and play it. Okay. That's something we should expect with a best case scenario. The president leaves the hospital today gets back out on the campaign trail. Will we see changed messaging when it comes to the coronavirus, and will it move more to a forefront of the president's messaging and key issues? Well, firsthand experience is always going to change how someone relates to something that's been happening. The president has coronavirus right now. He is battling it head on as toughly as only President Trump can. And listen, that of course that's going to change the way that he, the way that, uh, he he speaks of it because it'll be a firsthand experience. But, you know, that experience, that experience of not only coronavirus, but being president of the United States, that's why you just see a different tone overall from him. But it's been yeah, law I mean, and he order. He has the firsthand the eco- experience of being. Sorry, I'm running well, yeah, out of but time. He still but it's been the, law and order yeah. and it's been the economy. Does this become a key issue and for your campaign? And he's talked about coronavirus as well. He's talked about it all. And listen, he has experience as commander-in-chief. He has experience as a businessman. He has experience now uh, fighting the coronavirus as an individual. Those firsthand experiences, Joe Biden, he doesn't have those. So that we're clear, the Trump campaign is now attacking Joe Biden for not contracting coronavirus. This is Aaron Perrine, the Trump campaign's communications director, actually trying to spin the fact that Trump contracted the virus that he himself failed to contain as a good thing. That because he had it himself, he's finally able to understand how serious it is. And that because Joe Biden took precautions to not contract it, now he's unqualified to speak on this. Oh, and while we're at it, up is down and right is wrong and the earth is flat. And by the way, this is par for the course for Trump. That he would think that because he got the virus, now he's suddenly able to understand the gravity of the situation and act on it. Because apparently, Watching 210,000 Americans die over the last eight months 
wasn't enough to recognize that the pandemic was serious. I'm not trying to be underhanded here, but this is the danger of having someone sociopathic in office, someone who lacks the ability to empathize with other human beings, someone who can watch hundreds of thousands of people die and still not be able to appreciate the seriousness of the situation because he himself didn't go through it. That is not normal human behavior. The fact is that Perrine's admission that Trump can only appreciate coronavirus now that he's contracted it is as disqualifying as it gets. But it explains why Trump has been so ineffective as president for anyone who isn't a rich white person. It explains why his tax cuts only favor the wealthy. It explains why he's predicated his campaign on attacking people of color and the LGBT population and immigrants. It explains why he's decimated protections for low-income Americans. It explains why he refuses to show even an ounce of respect to members of the military. It's because he lacks the ability to empathize with anyone who isn't exactly like him. He's only out to serve himself and others whom he sees himself in. Trump catching this virus isn't a testament to his strength, it's a testament to his recklessness. The same recklessness that he's inflicted upon this country for months now. Since day one, he's refused to take any of the steps necessary to contain the spread of this virus. He rarely wears a mask, and in fact only days ago at the debate, mocked Biden for wearing one. I don't, have to, I don't wear masks like him. Every time you see him, he's got a mask. He could be speaking... 200 feet away from it, he shows up with the biggest mask I've ever seen. He continues to hold rallies with no mask mandates and no social distancing, even after his own friend and advisor Herman Cain caught coronavirus and died shortly after attending Trump's Tulsa rally. Just yesterday, still contagious with coronavirus, Trump forced his Secret Service agents into a car with him so that he could wave to some people on the side of the road. He's fomented protests against stay-at-home orders in Minnesota and Michigan and Virginia. The list goes on and on. Whatever Trump could have done to slow the spread, he did the opposite. And despite what Trump's mouthpieces may claim, Joe Biden's inability to catch coronavirus isn't a shortcoming, it's his strength. Joe Biden didn't catch the virus because he acted responsibly. He always wears a mask, he socially distances, what events he does hold, he makes sure that everyone in attendance is safe. He's focused on making sure people don't die. Whereas Trump is focused on how many people he can pack into one room to clap for him and feed his insatiable appetite for adulation. Only one of these people is fit to lead the country, and it's not the guy doing his best to kill Americans.
to my side. Who am I without you? I said I'm the same dude. You wanna call me brand new like it's all my fault, but that's what you won't do. Nah, now don't try to start me. Think I'm your John to your Paul McCartney. Call me a wall, nothing on the marquee, but we both co-headline the party. Yeah, you were right beside me. Next day, try to criticize me. You used to love me, now you despise me. But at this point, nothing could surprise me, I know. Jeff Johnson and this portion of the Royce Glamour Talent Show with Royce and Donald is brought to you by Yeah, Tony Blair the sign daddy is here with printing cheap so you don't despair. One snapshot for your printing needs. Copy banners to obituaries. Open seven days a week, come stop in. Tony Blair the sign daddy for the win. Located in Bronzeville, we are the best. Tony Blair the sign daddy, different from the rest. Give us a call today. 312-789-4888. Even offering same-day service. That's 312-789-4888. Yeah, this is Royce Glamour telling you, don't forget to watch the Royce Glamour Talent TV show Wednesday and Thursday at 5 p.m. Singers, dancers, poets, rap, some of the finest models in and around the city of Chicago. A very good show to watch. If you have talent, give us a call at 773-734-2739. Number one cleaners in the city of Chicago. That's Blair's Cleaners and Laundry Mat, located at 7320 and 7322 South on Vincennes. You want your car clean right? I mean, your clothes clean right? Give Blair's a call. Hey, number one uh, uh, car sales, men in the city selling used cars that look almost brand new. Give them a call at seven seven three seven three four two seven three nine. Used cars, but look brand new. But right about right about now, my chicken is here. Those chicken wings I said I was gonna order uh, earlier from Harold's, they just made it. I gotta go get them. Local staples and uh, Angel Gray. 
and we love Harold's Chicken on 87th Street. That's 87 and Dan Ryan, to be more exact. If you're on the Dan Ryan Expressway and you exit at 87th Street, they want you to turn to the west now. Uh, pardon me, to the east and uh, go over to State Street to 8653 South State Street. That's right on the corner of 87th and State to Harold's Chicken. But before you go, give them a call at 773-874-8653 because you can just make your order and go in and pick the food up now. There's no indoor dining or, or anything like that. And then coming in the very near future, you'll be able to go to Grubhub and all of those other places such as that and place orders and have Harold's Chicken delivered to you in the very near future. But at the present time, you want to go to 8653 South State to Harold's Chicken. Give them a call before you go, 773-874-8653. You see one of the food trucks out on the street? Go over there and get some of that chicken because it's the same chicken that's in the restaurants. If you're having a hunger attack and see a vending machine next to you, check the logo on that vending machine and see if it says healthy natural vending. If it does, that's a family-owned business. They've been in business for over eight years, and the product in that machine is fresh. If you're a business person looking for your own vending machines, give Angelo a call at Healthy Natural Vending. He'll bring your vending machines over and keep the product in your machines fresh. Also, for business persons, Angelo guarantees the highest commission in the industry. So give Angelo a call at 773-407-2908 at 773-407-2908. Just visit them at the website at www.healthysnacksil.com. It's www.healthysnacksil.com.
Listen to the Royce Glamour Show with Royce and Donald. All right, Big Don. It is Royce. Say, Heather, uh, we got anything else to talk about you all? No, let just tune in to the Underground Railroad every Saturday night at 1030. I haven't heard from Granny. Have oh. you heard from oh, Granny? Oh, yeah. Granny, Granny's out of town. She didn't even call us this week. Wow. Yes. Yeah, so. You got some surprises about Granny for next week, huh? Yeah, yeah, she's going to have a lot to tell me next week. <laughs> oh, God. When she call in next week, she's going to have a lot to talk about. Oh, yeah, <clears throat> so we'll save the best for last. But you know what? Even though that Donald's not here and we're not doing the uh, 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 the uh, what is your favorite part. Oh, yeah. We're not doing that this week. Uh-huh, right. But we will say this. The Royce Glamour Show Creed. And what should people do with talent on the, uh, what the Royce Glamour Show says about talent? What, what should they do? Oh, you know, they better keep their talent alive. Right. Keep your talent alive.
This is Robin, and you're listening to the Royce Glamour Talent Show with Royce and Donald. Well, Robin, this is Royce, and I had a ball as usual. Mm-hmm. And uh, hey, whatever's going to happen to you on this planet is going to happen to you. Believe in the Creator. I believe in the Creator. I tell people all the time, I don't leave home without Him. And uh, like uh, Curtis Mayfield just said, if you keep if you keep God in your heart and in your mind, it's going to be all right. Royce Glamour next week. Okay. Uh, Brother Royce and Assalamu alaikum to your audience, Brother Curtis, and thank you for the opportunity to come on your show and wishes, good wishes, not wishes, blessings to Donald in his situ- in his situation that he's in and may he be back next week and um support the Royce Glamour talent show in all ways because he's truly one that stands out that is trying to do something not trying he is doing something for the youth so support him give him a telephone call email him go to his youtube share this show do all that thank you brother royce thank you all right speaking for donald uh peace be unto you and my saying is love somebody today 
But most importantly, love yourself first until next Thursday at 3 o'clock. See ya. To the Worst Glamour Show with Worst Glamour and Donald Blair on SD Radio, a future vision entertainment station. The following program is brokered programming, and the contents therein are the responsibility of the hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of SD Radio, Future Vision Entertainment, its sponsors, and advertisers. Chicago, a future vision entertainment station.